It's just what the doctor ordered. It's time for your daily dose of awesome. Check your hate and negativity at the door as mom, wife, teacher, and lover of life, Cindy Liming shares awesome, fun-loving tips on how you can bring positivity, fun, and laughter into your life and into the world. And now, here's your host, Cindy Liming. This is a Spiva Media production. It's just what the doctor ordered. It's time for your daily dose of awesome. Check your hate and negativity at the door as mom, wife, teacher, and lover of life, Cindy Liming shares awesome, fun-loving tips on how you can bring positivity, fun, and laughter into your life and into the world. And now, here's your host, Cindy Liming. This is Cindy Liming, your host of your Daily Dose of Awesome. On this show, I talk about all the things that I find to be awesome in this journey called life. By sharing what I find, I hope that you too will be able to create more awesomeness in your corner of the world. A few weeks ago, I talked about the brand new journal that was recently published called Create the Awesome. Journaling has helped me in so many ways. I went through a very dark period in my life, and journaling has helped me organize my thoughts, keep a positive attitude, and reach my goals. I created this journal for people who want to get their lives in order, but don't have a ton of time to do it. Journaling can seem overwhelming, especially when you don't know where to begin. Christmas is just around the corner. If you or someone you know yearns to design the life they've always wanted, Create the Awesome is the journal for you. Check it out on Amazon today. I left you a link in the show notes. You can also find it on my website at yddoa.com journal. Last week, I talked about how I'm working on changing my money mindset. I got a swift kick in the pants after reading Peta Kelly's book called Earth is Hiring. I often feel somewhat financially unstable until her book made me realize that I really do have plenty of money. The reason is, is because the kids and I have everything we need. And in addition, I'm able to save for college. I have money. I just exchange it for something else, such as food, our home, and my son's college education. Well, I really had to practice what I preached this week because my car needed new brakes and it cost me almost $600. As I handed the card over to pay for it, that awful feeling of, oh boy, this is bad. Here we go again. But I was able to effectively talk myself out of my own negativity by telling myself, hey, you have the money to pay for this. See, I had it. If I didn't, well, that would be another story, but I had it and I didn't feel bad exchanging it for new brakes. When I exchanged it for new brakes, I lower my chances of getting in a car accident, which would be much worse. (laughs) So on to other things. As I organize my thoughts for this episode, we still do not know who the president is going to be. In addition, this week I did a mock election with my fifth graders. They voted for candy bars, and let me just tell you, they went all out. There were costumes and speeches and reporters and media. 
unbiased media, I might add. But the best part was in one of my classes, the kids had to vote between Starburst candy and Kit Kat. And I had two students be the voice of each candy. And before we announced the winner, we talked about how they would expect our presidential winner and loser to act at the end of all of this. And we talked about how when they play sports, they say good game or congratulations. Then I announced the winner. The kids cheered, which was really nice. I even heard them congratulate each other. But the best part was when the winner, in other words, the spokesperson for Kit Kat, got out of his seat to shake the Starburst spokesperson's hand. Not really, though, because of COVID. So when he reached out his hand, they did like an air shake and didn't actually shake hands, if you know what I mean. But, but you know what I mean. <laughs> they, he wanted to shake his hand, and that was the whole point. And I thought that was really awesome. We have a lot to learn from kids. My hope is that no matter who wins, we can all behave in such a way that we would expect our children to behave. If we want to somehow become more united, no matter what happens, we should not be sore losers or sore winners. At some point, caring for each other really needs to override all of the hatred in this world. In addition, we need to take care of our own little circles. Love the people around you, even if they disagree with you. My students can do it. They are in fifth grade. I see it every day. One minute, they're arguing over a football game, and the next minute, they're laughing together. Why can't we do that? Anyway, today I wanted to talk about how I've been spicing things up a smidge in my life. I don't know why, but I often get super excited about something, and then I wear it all out, and then I get a little bored. I mean, there are some things that need to be mundane and the same in order to keep our sanity. My girls and I have our morning routine down to a science. If we are to get out of the house on time, I must have my coffee before 6 a.m. I must be on the treadmill no later than 6.20 a.m. I must be in the shower no later than 6.45. Breakfast must be eaten by 7.10 and so on. You get the picture. This has to stay the same. It's not exciting or or anything, but it is what keeps my sanity. And school could be mundane, but at least in my opinion, I plan some pretty cool stuff for my students. I mean, it's not entirely for them, you know. If I have to be there for seven and a half hours, I better figure out a way to like it. But there are things that are routine and boring at work. Papers have to be graded. Emails, more than you can ever imagine, have to be answered. Copies need to be made. So some things need to be routine and a little on the boring side. But every once in a while, I get into this lull where there's nothing really exciting going on and there's nothing to look forward to at the moment. And all the days seem to feel like the same day. Literally on Tuesday, I thought it was Thursday. Do you know how sad that is once I realized it was only Tuesday? Do you ever feel like all the days just kind of swirl together into one big, long day? It doesn't help that Election Day has taken about, I don't know, five days. (laughs) Today, I want to talk about how to make things just a a little more exciting each day. I think I read it out of Peter Kelly's book, 
Now, keep in mind, I listen to lots of information on Audible, so the content gets kind of blended together. But I think I read it out of Peter Kelly's book, Earth is Hiring, but it's important to change things up sometimes. It helps to keep us motivated and inspired. Here are some of the changes I've made in the past few weeks just to make life a smidge more exciting. If you've been listening for a while, you know that I walk at least two miles every day, like purposeful walking. Like I go on a walk. I mean, I get more steps than two miles, but I purposefully go for two miles each day. And I thought about how I could change it up. See, if I walk around my development twice, that's one mile. If I walk on the treadmill for 20 minutes, that's another mile. Don't judge, though. I know I should pick up the pace a little. (laughs) Maybe that will be another change that I do. I've been sticking to that routine because I already know that it will equal two miles. But like I said, I'm getting a little bored. Last week was a little warmer and I had to go to Target. So I walked there as my walk instead of walking around the neighborhood. I live really close to Target. Technically, I, uh, going there and back like didn't even equal a mile. <laughs> That's how close I live to Target, which can be good and bad. Another time, I had to pick up something for my daughter at her school, so I rode my bike there. I don't know what got into me, but I really changed it up that day. Instead of walking, I rode my bike, and I took a way that I normally wouldn't take, and I got lost. If you're a listener from my hometown, don't ask how I managed to get lost. My hometown is not that big. <laughs> Let's just say I tried taking a shortcut through the woods, okay? Needless to say, I got four excruciating miles on that particular day. Then there's my wardrobe. Do you ever get tired of your clothes? Like you get bored with wearing the same outfits each week? I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I do. So I decided to change even that up a smidge. I have a board on Pinterest called My Style. I'll leave you the link to follow it if you'd like. It's pretty helpful. Pinterest is great for finding adorable color combos for outfits and combinations of colors that I never would have tried. I pretty much discovered that I stink at putting outfits together on my own. (laughs) Pinterest owns me. Most of the time, I don't have the exact item of clothing that I see on Pinterest, but I have something close. Like the color might be the same or something. In addition, I have loads of scarves and LuLaRoe leggings. I have so many that I've forgotten about many of them, so lately I'll pull out a scarf that I haven't worn in a while, and I'll match the rest of the outfit to the scarf. I feel pleasantly surprised with my outfits. I never buy new clothes. I just change up the combos, and I feel like a whole new me. Something else I've been doing is changing up my makeup routine and body lotion scent. See, often I won't put on mascara or eyeshadow because I'm on such a tight morning schedule. So when I'm running late, the hair goes into a messy bun and I put on the minimal amount of makeup. But since I've been trying to add little changes here and there, I have switched up body lotion scents, eyeshadow, and lipstick color. And again, I feel like a whole new me. I also changed what I eat. I normally order the same things on Instacart week after week. In this past week, I ordered two dips that I normally wouldn't buy, and since I also finished the book Healthy as F, I added more veggies to my diet. My girls like pasta, so when I make it, 
I've been making a side of broccoli to go with mine since they won't eat broccoli. I bought those snap peas that I normally don't buy either. And it's been kind of fun. Another small change I've made is on social media. And I have to say, I am pleasantly surprised that my Facebook feed has been free of politics so far. But I'm also not scrolling that much either. It seems like maybe all of us are getting tired of the bashing. I mean, if you're going to rant on Facebook about politics or anything negative in general, you might want to ask yourself, why are you doing that? I mean, are you moving the world forward by bashing the president, really? Or bashing anyone? Do you think people are going to start agreeing with your politics because you ranted about it on Facebook? When was the last time you totally changed who you, who you were going to vote for because of a social media post? <laughs> Probably never. So bashing businesses and people is kind of pointless. <laughs> Anyhow, I scroll a little on Facebook, but I'm starting to really like Instagram. I started following new people and it's really inspiring. I had no idea. My science class started an Instagram account called The Fungus Among Us NMS, if you want to follow us. But basically, we ever since we started studying decomposers, we can't help by notice, noticing how interesting and beautiful mushrooms are. Once I started this account, I realized that apparently we are not alone with our love of mushrooms. There are others. People photograph mushrooms as a hobby all over the world. It is really cool to see the kind of mushrooms that exist in different biomes. The shapes and the colors are so amazing. And what I'm seeing in other countries is kind of making our deciduous forest fungus here in Ohio look a little boring. In addition to following all of these new fungus accounts, I started searching up accounts on other interests I have, which I don't know why I... I've waited so long to do this, <laughs> but ever since I watched Eurovision, which is an okay movie with Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams, and I love them both, but this movie was just okay. So, but, um, but ever since I watched it, it's called Eurovision. I've been obsessed with Iceland because that's where it takes place. So I got a little taste of Iceland through this movie. So now I'm following some Iceland accounts. I so totally want to go there badly. <laughs> in addition, I really love the UK. I was a foreign exchange student over there when I was in college for a few months. So in addition to Iceland accounts, I'm also following a London account. I'm following Wales, Scotland, Edinburgh, and a few others. This small change has been super inspiring, but now I'm totally longing to take a trip overseas and it's just not going to happen right now. The last small change I made is where I do things, like the location of where I do some of my normal everyday, everyday things. So for example, I normally sit on my couch with my coffee and journals in the morning. Lately, I've been doing all of that in my bedroom, mostly because I have YouTube, YouTube TV in there so I can watch the stupid week-long election. I don't normally watch any TV at all, but it would be nice to know who our president's going to be for crying out loud. This morning, I took a different route for my walk, and then I ate my breakfast outside instead of at the kitchen table. So to recap, I think it's nice to make little changes here and there. You never know what you might discover or what might inspire you just from making a small change. 
The day I took my walk to Target, I saw these super cool mushrooms. And of course, I took a picture of it and put it on our Instagram account. I walked in a different neighborhood this morning and the leaves over there were so vibrant. I don't know. I just think that changing things up is just really good for your brain. Here's a quick little list of changes you can make in your daily life to spice up the mundane. So make your career fun somehow. As a teacher, I have the luxury of getting as creative as I want to. It's exhausting, but so much fun for all of us. Also, I forgot to tell you guys about this. I'm growing a pumpkin in a pumpkin for my students to observe. I just cut the top off of a pumpkin and I added soil. And they sprouted in just a few days. <laughs> a little funny side note, though. I did this last year, and one of my students who's on the spectrum said, Mrs. Liming, how could you? How could you kill the mother and then grow her babies in her dead body? <laughs> First, if you did not know, children on the spectrum often take things literally. So this was not at all interesting to him. Second, it is actually interesting to watch, though, and um, it's yet another way to spice up things at work. Can you maybe not grow a pumpkin in a pumpkin, but bring in a plant to your office? Can you hang up some photos of your family? Can you change the music that you listen to while working? Don't listen to music while working? Give it a try. Change your workout. I seem to go through phases. I used to like these X-Hit videos on Pinterest. Or I'm sorry, not on Pinterest, on YouTube. And then it was Zumba, and now it's walking. And to be honest with you, if you've been um, following this podcast for quite some time, I've talked about all of these um, different ways I've tried to stay in shape. And um, for the record, walking is for my body the best thing so far because it's helped me lose a lot of weight quickly and it's helping to keep it off in addition to changing my diet. So... Um, but if you like to run, try running in a different location. If you like working with weights, try adding in some yoga for a change. And if you like yoga, well, try a new style of yoga. Change up your wardrobe. Try new combinations. Check out Pinterest for new ideas. Or create a schedule where on Mondays you wear red and Tuesdays you wear purple and so on. No one has to know you're doing this or tell others and have them join in on the fun just for the sake of fun. It'll be like spirit week at school every week. Change up your makeup. Don't wear any? Try wearing some. Do you wear it every day? Try going makeupless for a day. Try a new eyeshadow or lipstick shade, which is kind of irrelevant anymore due to wearing masks, but I still put my lipstick on anyway. Try some new foods. Try a vegetable or a fruit you've never tried. Change up your social media. Are you traditionally a Facebooker? I would say that normally Facebook is my go-to place for mindless scrolling. However, Instagram has been really inspiring lately. How about Twitter? Used to be totally against looking at Twitter, but now that I have an account for my classes, I have found that there's a lot of information out there on Twitter. I use it to follow mostly local accounts such as my kids' schools and their teachers. Do a search on Instagram of things you're interested in. Oh, and I forgot. I took my girls to an alpaca farm two weeks ago. And now these are also one of my new obsessions. I searched alpacas. 
And there are some really cool accounts that I started following. If nothing else, changing up your social media can be a lot of fun. Looking at all these photos of places I long to go to and fungus and animals that I really love (laughs) makes me feel happy. Lastly, change where you do things. Drink your coffee in a different room. If you work remotely, challenge yourself to work in different coffee shops. In fact, this is a little dream of mine. If I could work remotely, I would start an Instagram account and challenge myself to find new and interesting places to work from and take a picture of those places and put them on Instagram. (laughs) Maybe if we shut down again, I'll do just that. Why? Because it's fun. (laughs) We are only here for a little while. Making things fun is important, even the little things. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you can find some joy and fun in little changes that you make throughout the day. I would love to connect more with you, so please join my Facebook group at www.facebook.com groups slash Y-D-D-O-A. You can also find me on Instagram at your DD of Awesome and on Twitter at Cindy Liming. Cindy is C-Y-N-D-I. Liming is L-I-M-I-N-G. And be sure to check out my website, which is yddoa.com, where you will find all of the deals, resources, and episodes of your Daily Dose of Awesome. Thanks again for listening. I'm Cindy Liming, and get on out there this week and make your world just a little more fun to live in. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.